How do you know which way to go? I mean, we've all got so many choices to make. I'm sure you do too. And I want to talk for a few minutes with you about how to know God's will. I mean, as the world has gotten more complex, so has your decision making. So has my decision making. We're faced with unbelievable amounts of information that we have to process every day. And sometimes the decisions that are even seem small, they, they involve very complicated algorithms, you know, even in, in from our own brain, so to speak. And uh, I know that I've felt stuck in sort of the paralysis of analysis and and just trying to figure out which way do I go, if it's a decision about work or if it's a decision about my family or a financial decision or a friend decision sometimes. Uh, you know, sometimes it's a, it's a moral decision that I'm stuck on. Uh, which way do I go? I want to talk about how you can know God's will, how you can get some confidence behind your decision making, particularly at this time of year when there's even more to think about. So uh, the Bible says this in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. This past weekend at Westside, we were talking in our Christmas series about how to follow the star. You know, the wise men, they followed the star from the east to Bethlehem to meet the Savior, the the baby Jesus. And we talked a little bit about how did they know to follow that star? You can go back and listen to the last episode on our channel here if you're interested. Um, But the, the truth is we all have a star to follow. We all need to learn how do you go in the direction you're supposed to go because your life is unique and your path is unique and, and you're supposed to end up in a unique destination. If you don't know which way to go, you might not get there. And that's the real tragedy of life when somebody has potential and capacity, but they don't end up where they could be because maybe they didn't have the information. Maybe they couldn't hear the voice or they couldn't see the, the trail and we can we can do better than that because there are some ways that we can actually hear God's voice. And, and five questions I want to give you today. Okay, so five questions, super simple. Number one, what has God already said? Sometimes you're facing a dilemma or a decision, and it's helpful to go back and go, wait, what did God already say about this? Uh, the good thing is these days we have the internet, and we can actually search the Bible on the internet. In fact, my favorite Bible search tool is called BibleHub.com. You can go to BibleHub.com and you can ask it a question about what does God say about this? And you'll actually find the place in the Bible that God speaks about stuff. It's so helpful to know what has God said already about the decision that you're facing, about the topic that you're wondering about, about the dilemma that's in your mind. Psalm 119, 105 says this, says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. I mean, it's like it's a filter. One example, simple example, probably a silly example, but is, uh, you know, the question would be, hey, I like my neighbor's car better than my car. Should I take it? You know, should I I just take my neighbor's car because I like it better than my car? And it's, this is a silly example, but you know, the Bible does say thou shalt not steal. And so we already know, we already know the answer to that question. And sometimes we are wasting energy, wasting time, wasting life, uh, debating about something that's already been made clear. So we can just move on to the next decision that we have to make. Um, we can do that through what the, the Bible actually says. We can even do that through prayer because God speaks to us through prayer and we can speak to him through prayer. And we can ask for his help in that way. So first question, what has God already said? Second question, what do the people that I admire have to say? You know, a lot of times you wonder, should I ask someone advice or should I listen to somebody? And the only way to really tell is, are they right now 
where you would like to be someday. You know, if they're not moving in the direction you feel like you're supposed to move, that God wants you to move, that you want to end up, if if they're not already in a place that you want to be, then why would we listen to them, right? So, but but if you admire somebody, what do those people have to say about the decision that you are about to make? You know, everybody needs a coach in that sense. And Proverbs 19.20 says, listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. I mean, if you're faced with a choice right now and you're just not sure where to go with it, ask the people that you admire what they would do or what they may have already done in the past in a similar situation. I mean, some of my greatest mistakes have involved ignoring the advice of people that I admire because I didn't want to hear it. So there does have to come this little bit openness in your spirit about this one right here to, to go, okay, I might not hear the answer I want to hear. And, uh, you know, that's going to be important for me just to be open-minded enough to go, they could tell me something that I don't want to hear. But even if they do, I should listen if I admire the direction of their life. So seek advice from people that you want to imitate whose results you want to have for yourself. So what has God already said about it? What do the people that I admire say about it? Third question, what do I know but haven't admitted? What do, what do I already know but I haven't admitted in my life? And uh, one of the things that uh, comes to mind when I think about this is, is that I uh, one time had this really nice little truck. I was a teenager. I had this really nice little truck. And I, I just kind of got antsy about it. And I, I wanted to trade it for a car that looked a lot like a car my friend had. It was a 1965 Corvair, and it it was cool. I mean, if you've never seen one before, Google it. You'll see, you'll be like, that's the weirdest looking car I've ever seen. But it was cool. It had really cool wheels on it. It was lowered. It it, it It was a great looking car. So I wanted to trade my truck for a car like the one my friend had. And so I asked somebody's advice about it and they were like, don't do it, you know. Uh, and so then I, I even ignored that and went down and I test drove this thing. And here's what I knew. It needed some work, but I didn't want to admit it because I had already said I was going to do this. And so I went ahead and I, and I traded my truck, which was great for this 1965 Corvair. And it was a piece of junk. It broke down on the way back home from picking it up. It broke down the next morning. It broke down so many times I ended up having to replace the engine in it, which still didn't fix the problem. It it was one of those experiences that taught me so many lessons all in one. And it was so expensive that I can't forget those lessons. Uh, but, you know, what do I already know, but I, but I, I haven't admitted that is true. And uh, that's where sometimes God's spirit is speaking to you. And he's saying, hey, slow down, or hey, go right, or hey, go left, or hey, don't do that, stop, that's not for you. And sometimes we know that, we've we've heard that voice, but we haven't admitted it. And it's important to just, again, humble ourselves to go, hey, if it's about, if the question is, how am I supposed to know God's will, then if he's revealing it to us, sometimes it's about just acknowledging, yeah, he's sharing it with me, and I think this might be it. Uh, fourth question, what am I uniquely gifted to do? This can be really helpful if you're just not sure how to invest your energy in the world. And uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 6 says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So you're an expert at something. And it's so important that you use your giftedness uh, in this life. We only get one life. And if you spend your whole life not tapping into your uniqueness, your giftedness, in some ways, you could say you've sort of wasted a talent, right? You've wasted a gift. And for sure, God's will is for you to exploit 
the gift that he's given you. I heard it said recently this way, your goal in life is to figure out what you're good at, what your uniqueness is, to find your uniqueness and then exploit it in the service of others. That's really a great way to live your life, to find your uniqueness and exploit it in the service of others. So the question is, what am I uniquely gifted to do? That's a big clue to God's will for your life. He wants you to do what you're good at, and he wants you to do that in the service of others. So, so that can be a real easy answer. Now, one thing I found out uh, in my young adult life was that although I had friends who were musicians and singers, and my wife is a musician and a singer, that somehow this was not the path for me. And so I experimented enough times to find out how awful, like literally awful that I am at singing. I cannot even start a song unless the music is playing. I can't do it without the actual music and somebody right next to me singing it correctly. Then I can do okay as long as the range doesn't go too high. But I found out that's not me. I'm not I'm not going to spend my I'm not going to invest my energy in that because it's never going to be my unique gift. It's just not me. And so that's something that's a clue. The the fifth thing would be this is where is God opening opportunities? Where's the that's the fifth question. Where's God opening opportunities for you? If you're just not sure which way to go, sometimes it's about asking where's the open door? You know, where's where does it seem like there's a path that I could walk into and that maybe has already been prepared? And and so then it's going to be something that God has prepared for me and I can I can step into it because it's open. That's kind of the circumstances question. What are the circumstances in my life leading to what what seems obvious with that? And I, I like what Colossians chapter four, verse three says in the New Testament it says, pray for us too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. He's saying, we, we're looking for an open door. We're, we're looking for God to give us opportunities. That's that, that easy conversation that seems like somebody must have greased the wheels for it. That's that invitation someplace or to do something. And those aren't always right because you could be invited to do something that's not right. But you can go back to these other four questions and uh, and and kind of get the hint like, okay, I think I know which way I'm supposed to go on this. So let me just recap those those five questions. Here they are. Number one, what has God already said? Number two, what do the people that I admire have to say? Number three, what do I know but haven't admitted? Number four, what am I uniquely gifted to do? And number five, where is God opening opportunities? One of the things that I know for sure is that uh, no matter what decision you're trying to make right now, no matter how stressed you are about it, we know this for sure. The Bible says that God has good plans for us, plans to prosper us and not to harm us, plans to give us hope in a future. So I hope you'll find some, some solace just in that fact alone, but also some help in these five questions and navigating your most important decisions because God wants you to know his will. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to do me two favors real quick. First is, would you please uh, subscribe and share this episode of our Midweek Motivation episode of our Westside podcast? We'd love to just kind of get the word out, keep spreading the word. I would also love it if you would pop by a Westside service sometime. In fact, we'd love for you to do it this weekend. We've got Christmas Eve services this weekend. We would love for you just to check it out at westsidecommunitychurch.com. You can come in person. You can come online. But thanks so much for listening to this episode. We'll see you again next time.